Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is Today I Watched 2018 Week 35 Part 2 and I'm talking about StarCast and All In 2018. What a weekend. Labor Day weekend. Four days of so much stuff to do. Like, too much stuff to do. I ended up getting... So I, I have I had a gold bracelet, which pretty much ensured I'd get into any uh, any of the podcasts or other stage shows throughout the weekend. But after the after the morning of the second day, it's so like on Friday evening, I decided, all right, I'm gonna get the. Actually, I think I got the subscription before that. I've, I, I may have gotten it before I, the, the thing started. But at that point, I made the decision, I'm getting way too tired being here all day. Friday, uh, Thursday night was fine because it only started at like 4 o'clock anyway. Um, so that to the end of the night was no big deal. No big deal at all because it was just, it was really just two shows that I saw, four hours total. And um, they were both a lot of fun. But uh, the next day, I had um, the lines for the stuff that I went on that day weren't too bad, uh, except for Marty's was a, a little bit of a long line. Um, but uh, yeah, let, I'll talk. Let, I'll talk about all all the people that I met. Um, so on, I don't think I didn't meet anybody on Thursday. I just went to the uh, Monday night debate, Monday night war debate with um, Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff, um, oversawn by Conrad, forget his last name. I don't listen to any wrestling podcasts um, because I don't want to start, mostly because I don't want to just say things that they say on all the other wrestling podcasts, um, both as far as, like, uh, their, uh, the opinions seeping into mine, and then also, like, catchphrases and, and recurring jokes and stuff like that. I don't want that to be a factor on this podcast at all. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, it was really cool seeing the, the few shows that I did. Um, I'm not likely going to start listening to any of those shows, um, for the reasons that I just said, um, but seeing the, like, one-off and seeing them live was really cool. But this Monday Night War, and I will watch, um, most of the shows, because I got the streaming package on Fight, fight t- Fight.TV, um, it's like a hundred bucks for, uh, access to, for forever, access forever, or until, you know, they shut down or whatever, um, but I can go back and watch all the shows, because it's impossible to see all the shows anyway, because there are two stages, and there are also, every now and then, a special show in the, like, commons area, I don't know if those were, I don't think those were on Fight TV, though, um, anyway, uh, the Monday Night War debate was really cool, um, some, uh, a little bit more information than, uh, what I already knew or thought I knew from watching 
most of, if not all of the, the Monday Night War series on the WWE Network. Um, and a, a, a lot of the questions that people asked were kind of similar to each other. And I find that found that to be the case um, at the other shows, too. Um, mainly the DDP, Breakfast with DDP. I'll get to that, though. Um, but there was uh, there were some good questions that um, kind of kept kept the conversation going and kept it uh, pretty interesting. And even the stuff that there were people like getting getting bored and stuff, like more of the business specifics, I was really interested in. I like those. And then and then it was contrasted completely by the the second show I saw on Thursday, which is the Botchamania. So we had um, Cassio Kid, uh, Tony Schiavone, Ron Funches, and Matthew of Botchamania. And uh, it was kind of like a highlights of the best botches from the Botchamania archives. And uh, before that, before the whole panel was out there, we had... It was kind of cool. I, I I think the person I saw most the entire weekend, I never actually like talked to him or anything, but I just see him everywhere. It was Matthew, um, but uh, what was I getting at with the whole thing? Oh, before the panel came out, we had a bit of stand up from Cassio Kid, and we got some stand up from Ron Funches, and. Um, it was great. I've seen Ron Funches in at Comedy Works before, and it is so funny, so much fun. Um, but his wrestling jokes, they do pretty well. Uh, they did pretty well when I saw him. I think I've seen him twice now. They um, have done pretty well in the comedy clubs, but they just killed here for the wrestling crowd. Who would have thought? Who would have imagined? Um, the, the, the key demographic for those jokes. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoyed that. And then the, the panel and the, the highlights was also a lot of fun to watch. So, um, if you have, go check out Botchamania sometimes. I think watching like every single one of them, um, it's not like a marathon watch sort of thing, but uh, there's been times when I've like, oh, I haven't watched in a while, and then I'll watch like three at once, and it's a, uh, it's all. I think they're better when you just watch one at a time. Anyway, go check it. It's botchamania.com, I think. And uh, if you don't know what it is, basically, it's just clips of. Stuff that's gone wrong at wrestling shows, be it indie shows that people send in or that got posted on YouTube and that kind of stuff, or if it's stuff that went really wrong in uh, WWE pay per views and things like that. And then uh, people also uh, create uh, stuff that are, gr- are good, like ending videos. You end up with like five of them in each episode, so like a third of each episode is, is all that stuff, 
Um, sometimes there's some really good, really good ones. He closed the night with one of those things. Um, I don't know if he made it or somebody else did. I think he did, but it was, uh, a Tom and Jerry cartoon and, uh, with, with the WWE as, uh, Tom, no, sorry, as Jerry, Jerry's the mouse. Um, cause Tom, he's a cat, Tom cat. That's how you remember if you have trouble remembering Tom and Jerry, which one is the cat? It's the Tom cat. That's the cat. Um, oh, and then uh, Tom was WCW. So he's like trying to fight. It was this cartoon when... Well, it, I, I'm not going to try. It, 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 it was funny. It was really well well executed, I thought. It was, a, it was an extended meme video. I enjoyed it. Um, so th- yeah, that was Thursday. Um, oh, I should say I am in my car driving because I had decided I'm already halfway across the country. I may as well go another quarter of the way um, and go to Columbus, Ohio on Labor Day to see Monday Night Raw, which uh, should be, I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a uh, it's, I mean, it's a holiday. I'm sure it's going to be close to, close to pack. I mean, there's tons of seats available. I just bought my ticket yesterday. Um, I didn't get like an amazing seat or anything, but I did get front row of the top section, which is like one of my favorite places to sit. Um, because I mean, the front row of any section is pretty great. I mean, front row of the floor seats is amazing, of course, but front row of the top section you can just see everything there's um like then there's nobody in front of you you don't have to worry about standing up when other people stand up unless you're standing up to let somebody like get out to the to go get some snacks or use the bathroom or something anyway um so i don't think it's gonna be a sold out show tonight and it's not at the same it's in columbus ohio but it's not the same arena as, um, what was it? Backlash? What did I see there? I think it was Backlash or Payback. Whatever that pay-per-view was called. The last Raw only pay-per-view. It was a a SmackDown only. I don't even remember. They're all... They actually don't all run together. Just that one. I'm hazy on. I think it was a SmackDown pay-per-view because Asuka showed up, which was a really cool surprise. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Anyway, it's not in the same arena. Plus, I didn't... I wasn't in a car anyway, so it's going to be a different... Even if it was in the same arena, it will be a different experience getting there. But um, if it had been, I could have gone to the sandwich shop that I wanted to go to but my Lyft driver is like, ah, you gotta go to this one place, even though you told me specifically which place you want to go to. I don't know what that place is. I'm gonna tell you this other place. That's great. I, and then it was a really far walk, and I was sick. It was, like, not great. I'm sick this time, too, but I'm, like, on the tail end of it, which is a lot, lot better. Anyway, that's why the episodes may sound the way it does all the road noise and stuff around me. Um, so let's get to, to Friday. Friday, I met a bunch of people. 
and I went to see um, <clears throat> a sneak preview of the upcoming The Dark Side of the Ring, I think it's called, um, upcoming show on Viceland. There's going to be six episodes, each one focusing on a di- different dark story from the wrestling world. And this episode that we watched, um, I'm not going to say a, a whole lot about it, um, but it was uh, Bruiser Brody and his murder in Puerto Rico, all about that, that you've got... It, stay to it's it's the the show is airing next year 2019 um and uh if the rest of the episodes are as good anywhere close to as good as this one it is a must see this episode itself is a must see um and i i really recommend marking your calendars for that i believe it's uh i don't know how you get viceland i think they have a partnership with hulu so it might all those episodes might be on there like the day after they air on the actual channel um or uh or or something i don't know what the deal is with that check your local listings um so that was the main thing that i went as far as show oh i and then the other show that i saw that day was i had meant to go to the video game tournament hosted by Leva Bates but they switched which room, which stage was the A stage, which stage was the B stage uh, between the first and second days and so I got into what I thought I was there really early so there was there wasn't like a security guy or anything anyway, that probably would have helped but uh, the, the show that I went to was Medusa Unthrottled which was really good. I enjoyed it. It just wasn't what I was all uh, hyped up to, to be at at 10 o'clock in the morning. So I just drove past the sign that said road noise ahead. I'm not sure what that, what that means. Like they have the rumble strips all over the road up there for some reason. I don't know. I guess I'll find out shortly. I've got the signs. Road noise. Next six miles. I guess it's that click, 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 click with the seams in the road. Okay, you had to warn us about this? Okay. Anyway. I mean, I guess it could bother some people. Might be bothering you hearing it on this podcast. Um, so Medusa with uh, Medusa and Throttled was pretty cool. She had a bunch of guests on there. She had um, Danielle Monet, aka Summer Ray. Um, she had uh, ODB on there. She also had Victoria and uh, Gail Kim and her co-host um, Trina I don't know her last name but uh, it was really cool Um, I wish I had been 
um, in the tournament side. Although if I was, I guess you could bid on a spot to compete in the tournament. But also the tournament was games that... Oh, I think it was a Fire Pro Wrestling, the new one that just came out. Um, which I suppose if I've ever played the other ones, I might be good at. But I tried it. I do have a copy of it, but it came the day before I left. And I wasn't going to bring my PlayStation out here. But, uh... So I only played it for, like, five minutes, and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and so I, I turned it off. I was like, yeah, this is for another time. So I would have just been eliminated from the tournament anyway um, if it was Fire Pro Wrestling. Um, but the... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, this show's, uh, that show is really good. Medusa Unthrottled. Um, it is her podcast. Let's go check that out if you want to listen. It was the first time she's done a live show, I guess. Um, but the, then the people I met, um, were Marty's girl. That was the main one. I also met, uh, Tenille Dashwood and, um, also formerly known as Emma in the WWE and, uh, Jerry Lawler and, uh, Vita Scott's who is two tables away from Jerry Lawler. And I was waiting a while because there was a guy that was just talking, just talking to her for um, a long time, like after I, I did get done with uh, Jerry the Jerry Lawler line. And uh, so I was just kind of wandering around, waiting, um, waiting for nobody to be at the table to go up to her. And um, that took a while. But... Um, I was waiting so long that I completely spaced it that I set down my signed photo of Jerry on the table. And... Ow. Got something in my eye. And it's raining. I must have a a raindrop in my eye. So I, uh... Yeah, I totally left that there, but I, I got a picture with Veda, and um, and uh, one of her shirts. Uh, it's an awesome shirt. I like it a lot. It's uh, has like a, a cat skull on it. It says uh, Four Eyes, Nine Lives. <clears throat> she has another Four Eyes, Nine Lives shirt um, of her. Uh, it's a, a photo of her wrestling like a hurricane rana or something but I like the the cat skull more a little bit more uh so yeah I it wasn't until the next morning that I realized where's my Jerry picture looked all over looked in my car maybe it fell out of the little stack I had going for that for all that stuff um it was nowhere so uh the next day I uh went up to her and said, I have a couple questions for you. I ended up getting some pictures of her, but, um, some signed photos. But I asked her, did I leave a Jerry Lawler signed photo here? Like, yeah, I gave it to them. And, uh, so, yeah, she was really helpful. And, um, it was, uh, really nice of her, because she could have just, you know, done nothing with it, 
or something. Unfortunately, he was only there on Friday, and I, it's like, I wasn't too worried about actually having it, because it was, um, I would have liked to have got, I would have, actually, if he was still there, um, I would have liked to have gotten the, his picture when he was on, um, Jerry Letterman with, um, David Letterman, oh my god, Jerry Lawler was on David Letterman with Andy Kaufman, there's a photo of that, I'm surprised he wasn't there, because he was there Saturday morning for that remembering Andy Kaufman deal, but anyway, so I don't, I don't have a signed photo with Jerry, but I do have my, uh, photo taken with him, and it was, it was, it was really good. Actually, all of the pictures, pretty much all of the pictures I got with people were really good, and, um, it was so awesome to meet everybody. Um, I didn't meet anybody else that day, because the, right after the Dark Side of the Ring was the press conference, but I was getting really tired. I was starting to get kind of a headache. I was still, I was feeling a lot more sick than I am now. That was even with, like, day cool and stuff. So I, uh, so I, I, when I came out of the doors and saw how huge of a line there was, it was, it was ridiculous. It was way too big of a line. So I said, I'm, I don't really want to even feel like dealing with that. I'll just watch online from my hotel room. And I did. Eventually. I missed like the first 15, 20 minutes because... I couldn't figure out how to get it, like the main, because there are two simultaneous shows going on, I couldn't figure out how to get over to the other feed from the uh, weekend pass. Anyway, I eventually did watch it, and it was really cool, and uh, Kenny Omega ended it and took some questions and stuff, and that was great. Um, I think that press conference is available for free. Um, You don't have to have the the weekend pass or any of that. I don't think. I may be wrong about that. Um, so do a search for that. The All In Press Conference. Either on YouTube or just on Google. It should take you there. It's, it's worth checking out for sure. Um, the next day was mostly, almost entirely standing in line for uh, Rey Mysterio. Um, and then after that, that's when I went and investigated the Jerry Lawler photo situation. Um, but then it was over to the all out party, which I was late to because, um, all of the, all of the Lucha guys were delayed to their meet, meet and greets because of, uh, travel issues, um, delayed flights, I think. Um, so that started an hour later, and then I was like, well, I'm already late. I'm already late to all out party. So I'm going to go figure out this thing with the photo. Um, maybe do some other stuff. I didn't do really anything else. But uh, so I, I, I got to the all out party about one o'clock. And it was first comes first serve for the meet and greets. I would have loved to have met Okada because he wasn't at StarCast. His only meet and greet was there at the Sears Center. But all the spots for the meet and greets uh, were already taken, which is not not very surprising. Um, but uh, 
it was all right. I got the, I got the shirts, and then paid way too much for a hamburger and a bottled water. And then inside, I got uh, paid too much for <laughs> a pretzel and a bottled water. But <clears throat> it was it, that's okay because the show. I mean, my actual ticket was only twenty eight dollars, just like not a tenth, like a fifth, not, no way less than a tenth like, it was like a fiftieth of how much money this whole weekend ended up uh, costing me, but anyway, it was the, the show itself was so fun um, I could go match by match by match, uh, but let's go with the highlights, uh, the Battle Royal was great. Uh, that was on Zero Hour. Also on Zero Hour was the tag team match between the Briscoes and SCU. We had Frankie Kazarian and um, Scorpio Sky representing SCU in that match. Um, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, let's see. I don't remember what the opening match of the show was it was very much structured like an, a new japan show um and maybe like an, a ring of honor show i don't know i have, haven't ever watched one of their pay-per-views so i don't know as far as like the order of things go but uh whereas like the least important match was at the top and then it just builds from there um not to say it's not an important match because for those guys of course it was but um it's just like the. It's just how most New Japan shows are, are built up. That the each match is bigger than the last one, um, until you get to the, uh, the main event. <clears throat> but uh, let's see. What can I remember from the actual show? Uh, there are parts of the women's Fatal Four Way that I thought were really cool. Um, I like Chelsea Green a lot in that. And, um, yeah, yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Um, a lot of, hey, this will be the only negative thing I say about the whole thing, but there is so much, like, congratulations to each other for, for doing it, like, out, out in the arena, it's like, absolutely should be congratulatory to each other for doing something so awesome as putting on this show but um a lot of the matches it was uh, is that whole thing of um it was most egregious i think in the, after the women's match that they all hugged afterwards and um you know after they're being the crap out of each other so that that's the one of the only things that um, I think could have been could have been held back a little bit. If you uh, if you got rid of that part of it, then the main event could have been a couple minutes longer. No problem. Probably, maybe. But there are other parts that could have helped get the main event back its time, also. But hey, it was their first time. It was the first time with a strict time limit. Is this they did they did real good, um, uh, and then the other slightly negative thing is that a lot of the stuff that got the biggest reactions was 
was references to WWE stuff, which, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how I feel about that. But on the other hand, a handful of the stuff that got equal or slightly more was stuff that was entirely built up by being the elites, um, the YouTube series. And uh, to me, this whole show felt like... So we had... Um, I was at um, the G1 special at Cow Palace in San Francisco, and there was a little bit of stuff I was familiar with because of being the elite, but I don't really follow New Japan other than that. Um, so the, the, the very little bit that was part of that, the buildup on being the elite was cool. Um, I mean, a lot, most of the show was really cool, but that stuff was the only parts that really tied in to that stuff and, and further along what I've been following. Um, whereas this show was pretty much all like all the story based stuff was all, like, built up on being the elite. So it really felt like a BTE pay-per-view that was built up by that weekly show. So, uh, that part, that aspect of it is, is, was pretty neat. Um, let's see, some other matches. Marty versus Okada was awesome. Maybe my favorite match of the night. Um, that one had a lot of payoff from, uh, it had the highest ratio of payoff to build up as far as stuff that actually did have stories on, um, BTE. Cause, uh, it's only been like the last month or so that they've been doing that. And the parts about it have been pretty short. They haven't been a main focus and stuff. Um, so like all the jokes and stuff that happened in the match and everything I really liked. And, uh, Okada is just awesome. And, and Marty is awesome too. Um, so that was my favorite match of the night. It was then followed, I think it was, that was the second to last match. The third to last match right before that was Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis, the NWA heavy, world's heavyweight champion. And, uh, spoiler, Cody is the new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, and uh, that was a really cool thing to see happen. Um, I recommend checking out some highlights from that match. Um, got some surprise appearances from all kinds of uh, people, and um, yeah, I think that was uh, the most special match of the night. And then there's the main event, uh, no, that wasn't the third to last match. That was the fourth to last match. The third to last match was Kenny Omega versus, uh, Penta L Zero, which was awesome also. Um, and, uh, Kenny Omega won and then was attacked by, uh, by Pentagon. So if it wasn't him, it was Chris Jericho in a mask. And then he immediately flew off to Kansas to, um, to go to do a Fozzie show. Um, that was super, that was, that was really cool. That was really cool. 
Uh, I'd, I'd say that was my favorite surprise of the night. And then we have the main event, which was uh, the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi versus uh, Bandito, um, Ray Phoenix, and Ray Mysterio. And uh, this match was so much faster paced, and now it makes sense why it was um, that maybe they would have taken a little bit more time doing stuff, but it was, yeah, it was rapid fire, like, right from the bell, and, um, I really appreciated that, and they may have even got, maybe they also intended on having all individual entrances and stuff, um, because they entered just as teams, um, and then, yeah, just got right to it, uh, I can't even remember anything specific, to, to, to say about this match except it was nuts um, and then because they had to end right on time it was it did seem pretty abrupt um, to wrap things up but it, it was really really fun and I recommend I recommend watching the entire show um, if you feel like parts of it are, uh, are dragging a little bit you know just skip forward like 60 seconds It'll probably be, and you'll have a good idea. It's like, yeah, should I skip forward a little bit more and all that kind of thing? But I'd say that probably only happens in maybe the first um, two or three matches that there's stuff that uh, there's stuff that you could kind of skip forward towards, uh, skip forwards through um, to to get to the real, really, really good stuff. But um, yeah, it was fun. I I had a lot of fun, and I'm really glad that I was, uh, there to see, to see it, to see it live, um, so technically my ticket to see it live was less expensive to buy it on Fight TV, um, but not less expensive to see it a couple of days later on New Japan, uh, NJPW World, if you do want to watch it, that's the cheapest way to see it legally, um, it's only 999 yen per month, which I think this month ended up being like $9.20 or something like that. So it's a little bit different each month if you're not in Japan, um, if that's not your native currency. But uh, it's totally worth it. I, I barely even watch it, and it's still worth it. Um, it's going to be wor- have paid for itself for the next four months just from this pay-per-view having this on there the zero hour is not on there however so um that brings me to sunday i did not go to any stage shows on on sunday um no yes i did i did i did um i had breakfast it was breakfast with a bang um so it wasn't like the private meet and greets with only like 12 people in there it was in uh one of the main stage areas so there was probably like 40 people or so. It was a nice buffet breakfast, and as it turns out, all of it was like all organic ingredients, um, all uh, really healthy ingredients. Um, and he talked a little bit about about that. So it was uh, it was a little bit of a uh, an inspirational, an ins- uh, motivational speaking type of deal, but also some storytelling. Um, about wrestling and uh, business, business ship, 
entrepreneurship and all and uh, fitness. So it was a, a, a great mix of everything. Um, I kind of wish I had, he had offered to everyone there that if he pre-ordered his book that comes out in January, that he would uh, have a signed book plate. Um, he would sign a book plate for for us to add in there. Um, no, no extra charge. It's a, a, a bonus thing. Um, so I kind of wish I'd take it up on it, but I had already bought um, his WWE DVD set. It's a bunch of matches, but also is about like uh, some motivational type stuff, I guess. Um, so I had him sign that, which is cool. We got a picture with him. He's uh, super nice. And, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. I've been, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. I've been doing DDPY, um, his fitness program and, uh, I'm still on the beginner, like beginners workouts. I haven't, I haven't pushed myself into the red zones yet, but, uh, just following that and having like a daily thing, I've been really bad about it whenever I'm on the road. So I haven't been actually that great about doing it. Um, but uh, when I have, I've definitely seen results in the, just keeping track of stuff and like knowing, okay, if I eat this, at least know I'm, I'm like aware that I'm eating something that's doing me no good. It's uh, not no good, but uh, doing a little bit more harm then help. And then I could at least try to compensate for it by eating better the rest of the day or whatnot. Um, so that's been, I think that's been the bigger part of it than the actual workouts themselves. But anyway, it was really cool to meet him and hear some stories from him and uh, a lot of stories about uh, Cody and the Rhodes family. Um, yeah, it was, it was super cool. Uh, the rest of my day was spent in line to, uh, meet the Young Bucks and Cody and Brandy Rhodes. And, uh, it was, it, it, they were really long lines and I just went from one line right into the other. So it did take, it was, it was pretty much the rest of the rest of the day standing in line. Um, and I could have gone to the last show of the day, but I decided, decided, I'm going to try and get some Chicago-style deep-dish pizza because that's what you're supposed to do when you're in Chicago. But the only place that had authentic pizza nearby, it was like an hour wait to get a pizza. There's just millions of people trying to get pizza from this one place. Not millions. Then they would have had to shut down. They would, they would have been a day's... They, they have been done for the day. Anyway, uh, so I did not get a an authentic Chicago-style deep-dish pizza on this trip. But I do not apologize because the day on Friday, I got Blaze Pizza, which is far better pizza than everywhere. It's the best pizza. Close second is Mod Pizza. Anyway, um... I got a meatball sub, which is all right, and some uh, some mozzarella triangles, which uh, both of those things not so good, not so good for me. 
not so good uh, nutrition wise, but they they were all right. And uh, and garlic fries, which are all uh, kind of weird. I don't know. Not that their garlic fries are kind of weird, but the concept itself of garlic fries, I'm not uh, super into. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, that was pretty pretty much it. I got caught up a little bit on Better Call Saul, um, but uh, I, you you gotta watch that show. You gotta watch that show. It's the best show on television ever. Maybe not ever, but currently, absolutely. Uh, the next day, which is today, I got s- some breakfast at a local, uh, it seems very popular, has like a 4.4 rating, maybe even higher than that. It was super busy, and I realized, oh yeah, it's Labor Day. Nobody's at work today. They're all going to brunch at this breakfast place. But uh, I got seated quickly because I sat at the bar, there was a huge, huge line when I left, just waiting to get seated. But uh, it might have been a, a little bit of a mistake to go there, or at least to order what I did. I got their apple cinnamon pancake, and uh, let me let me look. I'm gonna look and see what this place is called. It's a Walker Brothers Original Pancake House. So I got their trademark is at the top of the menu in the pancake section so I, I i should try that it does sound delicious i like apples i like cinnamon i like pancakes this thing is basically like a deep dish chicago style pancake it's basically an apple pie for breakfast which is a little bit ridiculous it's very much ridiculous i did not eat the whole thing if i had eaten the whole thing the menu said something like 1,850 calories. That's 1,850. That's more than my uh, my target calories for the entire day. So I, I don't think I ate... Well, I, I know I didn't eat that, that many calories of it because I pretty much ate the outside edges, the actual pancake part, because most of the inside was just all that sugary sauce, sugary cinnamon sauce, and, um, the, the baked apple bits, slices, but I recommend it, it's, uh, don't get that for yourself, I think if you get that apple cinnamon pancake, uh, share it with at least one other person, more, more likely you gotta share it with three other people and uh and then you'll be good as far as not dying much sooner than you had planned so uh that's it and that brings me to uh this current car trip i think i'm about halfway there now i'm uh 80 miles from indianapolis which is a little bit more than halfway from Chicago, I think. Let's see, let's see, let's see. We have... I am nowhere near halfway, (laughs) never mind. I'm about two hours into a uh, a five-and-a-half-hour drive. 250 miles to go. So, uh, that's it for now. I'll have an episode that I'll probably also record while driving about, 
uh, tonight's episode of Raw. Let me know what you thought about All In, and if you were at StarCast or watched the Star- all the StarCast shows, what are some of the shows that I should watch, that I definitely should check out on on Fight TV and check out the replays? Let me know by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes and rate a review on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Spotify. Search for Today I Watched and hit that follow button. And support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back for 2018 Week 36, Part 1. Monday Night Raw. Bye!